Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Life as he or she knows, established in your setup, is about to give way. So the inciting incident establishes the main story problem and gives rise to your protagonist's dramatic need. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach, and each week we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. talk about your first act, specifically your inciting incident and your first plot point. I've been reading a lot of manuscripts lately that either don't have an inciting incident or they do have one, but there's no plot point. The inciting incident also doesn't feel connected to the rest of the story events, or it doesn't have enough juice to sustain the rest of the narrative. So in this episode, I'm going to define what an inciting incident is, what a plot point is, and how these work in your first act. We'll also talk about where to place your inciting incident and your first plot point. Before we get to that, let's talk about what your first act needs. There are three core things that you want in your first act. Number one is the setup. The setup establishes what and who the story is about. It illustrates the situation or the circumstances surrounding the action, and it establishes the relationship between your main character and the other characters who inhabit his or her world. Your setup begins with a hook. We talked in depth about hooks in episode 173. I'll link in the show notes. But to quickly recap, your opening hook is crafted to draw the reader into the story and make them curious and absorbed so they can't help but keep reading. So that's part of the setup. So number one, you have your setup. Number two, you have your inciting incident. And number three, your first plot point. Number one, setup. Number two, inciting incident. Number three, first plot point. Now, we'll be circling back to your setup. But first, let's talk about 
your inciting incident. What is an inciting incident? The inciting incident is an unexpected event in the story that upsets your main character's status quo. It topples life as they know it. It's the moment of then. Now, your protagonist may not be aware of how significant this event is just yet. It's a turning point. Your protagonist's life was going in one direction, and now it's forced into another direction, one he or she is not familiar with or remotely comfortable with. Sometimes it's referred to as the call to adventure or the catalyst, but whatever you call it, it's the event that sets your protagonist on a journey that will absorb him or her for the rest of the story. It's the beginning of your character's transformation. It's a threshold. It's the point at which your character starts to experience something different, the point at which something starts to happen or change. So it's the threshold between the known world and the new world. Now, the inciting incident can be a good thing. It could be the first meeting with a romantic interest, or it could be a tragic thing like a death in the family or a cancer diagnosis. It could be a tsunami. It could be a plane crash. It doesn't have to be something tragic or earth shattering. It could be something positive that spins your protagonist in a new direction. For example, in Harry Potter, the inciting incident is when Hagrid tells Harry he's a wizard. In the novel Gone Girl, it's Nick's wife Amy's disappearance. So it's a disruption from normality. It's whatever happens to kick off the story. Okay, what's the difference between your inciting incident and your first plot point? Some structure books and YouTubers and even Google say that the inciting incident is your first plot point. And this is where a lot of beginning writers go wrong. They may have the inciting incident the catalyst or the call to adventure, but they'll leave out the first plot point. Here's the difference. The inciting incident is the thing that happens. The first plot point is what the character does in response to that incident. So one is about an external situation. The other is about character reaction. For example, In The Godfather, the inciting incident is the assassination attempt on Michael Corleone's father, Vito. The first plot point, though, is when Michael kills the two men who planned the assassination attempt on his father. This is the point of no return for Michael, who, by the way never wanted to follow in his father's criminal footsteps. So this is a real departure for him. The inciting incident is the external situation. The plot point is the character's reaction. It's what they do that sets your protagonist on his or her journey. 
It's the point of no return. Now, you can think of your inciting incident and plot point as two sides of the same doorway, metaphorically, not literally. The inciting incident is where your character and reader first see the door. But the plot point is when the character steps through the door. It's where he or she commits to the journey. That's the point of no return. The inciting incident is usually something that happens to your character. It's done to your character. The inciting incident is beyond their control. But you never want something to just happen to your character. I see this a lot with new writers. They'll have the inciting incident. Then the protagonist will just passively go for the ride for the rest of the story. Scene after scene, chapter after chapter, things will happen to the protagonist. He or she won't do anything in response to that incident. And without them taking action, there's no cause and effect. They won't act. They won't engage. That's where the plot point comes in, because what they do in reaction is what gives your protagonist agency. It gives us something to root for or worry about or dread. Your protagonist has to do something, something that has consequences, and what they do is what catapults them into the second act. The first plot point is the doorway between the known world and the new world. Okay, let's talk about life for your character before the inciting incident, your character's status quo. In order for your inciting incident and first plot point to work, we need to know what your character's status quo was before his or her life was upended. In Michael Corleone's case, the opening scenes establish his family and his relationship with them. He's the youngest of three brothers, and unlike his two older brothers, he wants nothing to do with the family business. His father also doesn't want him to be part of the family business, Michael's a war hero. He's honest. He's intelligent. When we meet him, he's already forging his own path. He wants to be different from his family. He wants a conventional life. He has a non-Italian girlfriend, and he assures her he's not like his family. So Michael is kind of an outcast among his brothers who want to be like their father, and so they shun him. His brother, Sonny, ridicules him. And there's that heartbreaking scene where he's sitting alone at the dinner table. He's an outsider. When Michael kills the men in the restaurant, the first plot point, he's a nervous wreck. It's just not who he is. But it is the beginning of his transformation. I like what Dara Mark says. The inciting incident preys on the inner conflict of the character established in the known world. So the inciting incident marks the departure from the known world 
established in your setup. And the plot point is where he engages in the events set in motion by the inciting incident. Okay, let's talk about placement. Your inciting incident usually occurs halfway through the first act. So the first quarter of the story, roughly the 10 to 13% mark. So if your story is 80,000 words, the significant event happens around 10,000 words thereabout. Sometimes the inciting incident has already happened before page one. It happened in the story's past. This is more of an advanced move, but many novels and even movies use this technique. For example, in the novel The Mars Room, we meet the main character, Romy, in prison, but the inciting incident happened in her past. It's what led to her current circumstances. So the story is told out of sequence. But the promise is that the story will lead up to that life-changing event. Some stories start with the inciting incident. The hook is the inciting incident. Other inciting incidents are implied. They never show up on the page. I was watching the film Promising Young Woman the other night, and the inciting incident is never shown. It's implied. But it's what's motivating the main character from the beginning of the story to the end of the story. Some stories don't place their inciting incident in the first act. It's always there, but it can be implied or moved around. The inciting incident in the movie Memento was somewhere near the end, for example. But let's keep it simple. Let's say your inciting incident comes in around the 10 to 12% mark, about midway through your first act. Your first act comprises about 20 to 25% of your manuscript. So if you have an 80,000-word manuscript, your first act should cover the first 16,000 to 20,000 words, and your inciting incident could come midway around the 10,000-word mark. Now, this isn't holy writ, but it's a good guideline. Structurally, it's a good idea, especially if you're writing your first book, to include the inciting incident about midway through the first act. Whether you delay the incident, move it back in time and reveal it later, or you just imply it, you, as the author, need to know what that inciting incident is. And you need to know your character's status quo before the incident. We need to know what your character is changing from. Okay. Here are key points I want to leave you with. Your first act will have three core things. Number one, the setup. This establishes who and what your story is about and the world in which your protagonist is entrenched. It starts with the hook. Go to episode 173 for more on that. I'll link in the show notes. So number one, your setup. Number two, the inciting incident. Something that happens to your protagonist in the first act, generally midway through, that disrupts his or her status quo. Life as he or she knows 
established in your setup, is about to give way. So the inciting incident establishes the main story problem and gives rise to your protagonist's dramatic need. Number three, your first plot point. The first plot point is where your protagonist does something in response to the inciting incident that catapults him into act two. So it's where he steps through the doorway out of act one and into act two. It's where he or she actively engages with the events set in motion by the inciting incident. The first plot point is where your protagonist does something in response that catapults him into act two. It's where he steps through the doorway out of act one and into act two. It's where he or she actively engages with the events set in motion by the inciting incident. So he's forced to act. It's the point where inaction has far graver consequences. It's the tipping point, the point of no return. Now, occasionally, the inciting incident in the first plot point will actually be the same event. Something will happen that forces the character to engage immediately. They don't have the luxury of time to hesitate and think things through and then choose to do something later. But generally, they're separate. The inciting incident is what happens. The plot point is where your protagonist engages in the action set in motion by that inciting incident. Now, you do not have to write these in order, one, two, and three. You may want to start with your first plot point, or you may want to write the inciting incident first and then move back into your setup. Once you move into act two, where the main action of your story plays out, you can move back into your first act and tweak all those three parts. So your first act has number one, the setup, number two, the inciting incident, and number three, your first plot point. So there you have it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And if you know any writers who need some support in their writing, please share this episode or the Writer Unleashed podcast in general. And if you love what you're listening to, subscribe on your favorite listening platform and please leave me a review. Reading how this podcast impacts your writing truly lights me up and helps me create topics for the show. Till next time, keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.